And ride with me in my foul life. What's up? The Foul Life Podcast. Chad Belling here. What's up? What's up? What's up? Thank y'all for being here. Getting through the off season. Are you ready for the season? We're not even to the dog days of summer yet. I love summer. Don't get me wrong. I love wake surfing and beaches and boats and decks and Traeger meals and hanging out with friends and family. I love it. Getting ready for the big time off season and uh, preparation for the 2022-2023 duck and goose season. I'm excited as heck about it, but I've been reminiscing. And here's why. The people involved in waterfowl hunting are next level. I just experienced a turkey camp with a bunch of duck hunting buddies. And I started looking around the room and I'm like, damn it, y'all. How truly special is this? And I don't know if y'all think like that when you're duck camp. Are we are we in such fast forward all the time and so geared on the kill that we're not stopping and pumping the brakes to realize how special these camps are? And more importantly than the camps and the location, the people that are at them with us, it just seems you get to know somebody on a different level. And I don't know a whole lot of assholes in duck hunting. I just don't. We get it. Compassion for the animals, respect for the resource. We love our dogs. We love our families. We love the hunt. We love the chase. We love the calling. We love the gear, the decoys, the boats, every apparatus that you can think of. I'm not saying the deer hunters and turkey hunters and big game hunters and sheep hunters and moose hunters and predator hunters and squirrel hunters and rabbit hunters don't feel this way. I'm just saying I'm geared towards duck and goose hunters because I'm around them a lot. And when I was around this turkey camp with a bunch of people that love waterfowl hunting, the main person at this camp that I was just at, his number one passion is ducks. I mean, he will do anything to chase ducks, mainly puddle ducks, sometimes divers, sometimes geese, but mainly puddle ducks, widgeon, sprig, teal, the occasional mallard. Some gray ducks in the south or gadwalls out west, whatever you want to call them. I just cool conversation and the vibe was just different because you feel like you know somebody. And I started thinking like, man, I don't know. I haven't known these guys that long. But the conversation was so authentic and the 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 care and the the meals being prepared and the stories being told, the activities going on. I don't know if we even talked about how many turkeys were hitting the dirt it's a big part of it the Benelli's were barking don't get me wrong but I just wanted to sit here and reminisce a little bit about the people and they might only come around you might not live in the same town as them but you travel once a year to meet them at a certain camp or they're in the same area as your duck camp or your lodge so you see them a lot more during those three or four months of waterfowl season whatever the case might be the people of waterfowl hunting are just so freaking cool. I've met so many men and women and boys and girls, and I don't care what walk of life you're from. When we first started banded, the, you know, the theory was duck hunting is the common denominator that brings all these walks of life together. And when I'm looking around this lodge the other night, I'm like, you do that and you do that and you do. I mean, nobody did the same thing except hunt and love hunting and love their family love God, protect their family, 
respect the NRA and the Second Amendment, defend our rights, defend our communities, our homes. All the same values. Special. I'm simply here on this podcast episode to tell you, because I'm assuming that if you're listening to this, you're a duck hunter. We're lucky. It is our right. And I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. Ted Nugent, my good friend, educated me on that. It is our right to hunt. And it's, it's, I still believe it's a privilege, too. But we're lucky to wake up, put our boots on this dirt, and go duck hunting. Go to duck camp and be around these special people. And the levels of it, there's going to be different levels. It might be the blind talk. Could be the kitchen talk. Could be the after hunt talk around the breakfast table. Could be the pre-nap talk as you're dozing off on the Lazy Boy recliner watching some football that time of year, some American football. The Giants of New York playing the Bills of Buffalo, maybe. Um, But the best talk is that campfire talk at night, getting ready for the next day's hunt. Hopefully you don't stay up too late. A couple cold beers, adult cocktails, guitars going off, stories being told, songs being sung, dogs laying by the heat. Stars are shining, crickets are chirping, owls are hooting. Might hear some migration going on if you're quiet. Might have some outdoor speakers playing some Whiskey Myers. Or our favorite Duck Camp soundtrack is probably Blackhawks Greatest Hits. Check it out. Might be playing Rascal Flats, Gary the Vox, Voice of an Angel, the songbird of our generation. A little Cody Jinx, Adam Hood, Brent Cobb. Leith Lofton, Chris Knight, Travis Tritt, Waylon. Who knows? You might wake up and listen to some hip-hop to get ready. Some Eminem, some Run DMC, some Raw Bass or Too Short. You might go a little rock with a little GNR, Guns N' Roses, Metallica, Seven Dust, Slipknot maybe, I don't know, Quiet Riot, Def Leppard, Motley Crue. Think about it, though. All of that goes into this crazy life of a duck hunter and you get these different levels of conversation and friendships out of each camp you get to know people on a different level way more than you do in a round of golf way more than you do on a deer hunt because you're not talking during the day you're quiet by yourself turkey hunts you're quiet by yourself i'm not saying that you don't go hang at camp and get to know somebody but waterfowl hunting to me is the most intimate man because you're talking to them in the blind, at camp, at the fire, at the breakfast table. You're just getting to know somebody on so many different levels. And I don't want that to be forgotten. I don't want that to be taken for granted. It means the world to me of the relationships and friendships that have been nourished and developed and raised up through their adolescence and matured to where it's like you see each other now with a huge hug and a high five and you know what's getting ready to go down and you can't wait to tell them what you and the kids have been doing and where you and the wife just went and what's going on in your personal life, your social life, your professional life. And then you start thinking about the mallards and the Canada geese and the dogs and the water and the trees and the woods and the boats. I mean, it's, it's nuts. And as I sat around this Turkey camp, I kept thinking to myself, like, this is, this is real. All these, diff, all these men and women, because there was both there do different things. And this unity of duck hunting brings us together and turkey hunting brings us together of like everything revolves and goes back to that mallard duck. I know that our forefathers and our grandpas and the pioneers and the trailblazers and our dads 
brought us to the woods for the first time, or maybe it was a mentorship program through CWA or Ducks Unlimited or Delta. Some people don't grow up in a hunting family and they need to find somebody to take them. And that's so rad that we're willing to do that as hunters. But we're there. We've, we've been a part of this community, this society of duck hunters turkey hunters and you're standing in that camp and you're and you're sitting there thanking your lucky stars that you're part of this and that you're you're involved in this special lifestyle we're part of this duck hunting community turkey hunting community this family that we can depend on and that's what i was thinking the other night the conversations taking place the memories i made with that guy the places i've been with that dude i can't wait to hunt with her son i can't wait to hunt with her husband i can't wait to hunt with her i can't wait to get more involved in all this you're getting invited on more and more trips they even said the other night that we're going to make this a yearly trip because it was so much dang fun and it's because there's no ego there's no one-uppers nobody cares how good you are on a duck call goose call turkey slate pot call box call mouth diaphragm call nobody cares if you won the grand nationals at the nwtf convention in nashville tennessee or the world duck in Stuttgart, Arkansas, or the world goose in Easton, Maryland. Nobody cares. We're just hunters. We're part of this group. And it revolves back to that mallard duck. Like I said, yes, we did get introduced to hunting. But we simply exist. We merely exist in a duck's world or a turkey's world, whatever your favorite is. That mallard duck and that turkey and that deer and that fish that moose, that sheep, that elk, that antelope, that coyote, that squirrel, that rabbit, they bring us closer together to the point to where they rule our world. They truly start to rule our world. Everything we think about is wrapped around that mallard duck. Preseason, postseason, offseason, calling lessons, calling practice, shooting, sporting clays, five stand skeet. It all wraps around like what's going to happen when we get to duck camp. And that's what's so cool is that the duck rules our world, but it gives us this ability to be in camp and to be around these people. If only for a day or a night or maybe a week, you might be a weekend warrior. You might only get to hunt five days a year with your busy schedule and little league and soccer and marriage and life and jobs and traveling. But when you're there, it's special. And I just don't want to ever get to the point to where I take that for granted that it's, oh, it's just another duck camp because we go to a lot of them and I want to be excited and fired up with all of them. I want to experience it. I want to feel it. I want to smell it. I want to taste it. I want to write about it. I want to document it. I want more foul life episodes of documenting it. I hope you get to document it, whether it's through your phone and social media, the TikTok, the Instagram, or the Facebook, the book face. I don't know what you're using. I know we got a new one coming out that I can't wait to tell you about. It's going to be here in the next couple episodes of the Foul Life Podcast. You're going to hear a lot about a new platform, and I'm fired up for it. Extremely fired up. I can't wait for you to hear about it. Unapologetically. We ain't going to be censored. Big pet peeve of mine, y'all, how we get censored on these platforms. I don't like to even support them. Hurts my feelings. Irritates me, pisses me off, actually. And a lot of people that I'm talking about at these camps feel the exact same way. That's why this new platform is going to be so special. 
But I want you to think about the people. And I know we have pile picks. And I know that we have duck calls and shotguns and ammo and sights and choke tubes and duck straps. And, but just think about the people and the dogs and the reminiscing and the stories and the culture and the aura and the energy and the swagger and the conversation and the memories. That's what this is all about. The killing's cool. I love killing ducks to eat them. I mount some of them. I have some unbelievable mounts. Thank you, Neil Valencia, Stan Martin. But it's about these friendships. I miss them when they're gone. I don't hear from them for a while because we're busy. I start to wonder. I'm just going to reach out. And the first thing that comes up, oh, man, you ready for the season? Oh, man, can you believe how slow this season was or how awesome this season was? Or we needed more sunny days. We need wind more. What's going on with this? And it's just we merely exist in the Ducks world. But it brings us together as people. And that's what I love about it. I'm in love with the idea of what Duck Camp brings and what it brings to our psyche, how therapeutic it is, how special the woods are, the marshes, the mountains, the boat rides, the sun rises, the sunsets, the stars, the migration, turkey camp, the gobble, the smell of sizzling bacon or... We ate snow goose tacos. We ate gator. We ate steaks. We ate moose loin. We ate beef loin. We ate 4-H bacon, farm-raised eggs, asparagus and broccoli and cauliflower. We had deer steak. We had deer sticks. We had Jack Ling's jerky. We had all this going on just in a little couple days of turkey camp with a bunch of duck hunters because we wanted to get back to camp. And we got to experience it. And we're going to get to experience more. That's why safety and security and taking care of ourselves and our body and our well-being and balance and nutrition and exercise, heart health, blood health, brain health, mental health, it's all so important. I want to enjoy this until I'm 150 years old. I want to set records. I want to be in the Guinness Book for the longest duck hunter to ever live. Oldest duck hunter to ever live, I should say. Les Nesbitt, 82 years old right now, hunted every day of the season almost last year. Hunted in five different states with me. And he hunted his Duck Club Nevada almost every day. 82 years old. We can do this. There's no signs of this man slowing down. Takes care of himself. A little bit of red wine once in a while. Eats beef, eats meat, eats vegetables, balances it. A little less on the carbs and the starch maybe and less sugars. Takes care of himself. Because he respects his body, his well-being, making a better version of himself every day. And that's what this is all about is that I'm not sitting here trying to preach that you don't eat biscuits and gravy and you have to do 150 sit-ups every day or 1,000 push-ups like the future man in Georgia, Herschel Walker, used to do in his NFL career with the Dallas Cowboys and the Georgia Bulldogs. But do something because I want to do this forever. I want to hunt forever. I want to feel good. I don't want my ligaments, my tendons, my joints, my knees to be in pain because I'm walking in muddy water, muddy mud, mud bottoms in the flooded timber or a marsh in the West United States or in South Dakota pothole, prairie pothole region. I want to be able to go. I want to get up and go every day 
I know there's 60 days in the South, but we got 105, 107 days out West. I want to hunt them all. I want to start in Canada. I want to start in Texas in September, Louisiana. Start with Teal, work my way up. Maybe the late, the early goose season in Minnesota or Iowa, North Dakota, South Dakota, then get into Alberta and Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Ontario, and then work my way back down the migratory route. How cool is that? You can start in Texas with blue wing till and then go up to Canada and have mallards and Canada geese and specks in your dish every day, right in your face, right in your decoys, right in your blocks, scouting dirt roads, calling, working with farmers, ranchers, networking, outfitters up there, little towns, little restaurants, gas stations, hotels, Traegers in the hotel parking lot, cooking the goose and the duck you killed that day. And then start working your way back down. Get to Montana, get on the Yellowstone, get to North Dakota, South Dakota. You might be in Minnesota, you might be over on the East Coast, you might be over in Washington, up, you know, northwest of Seattle even. Then you can keep working your down yourself down the flyway. End up down in Southern California in the Salton Sea, South Texas, Louisiana, Arkansas. There's duck hunting in Florida. A little bit in Alabama. You can end up in Southeast Missouri in the Boot Hill. Or North Missouri, up with Tony Vanamore and the Habitat Flats family and crew. It doesn't matter. You got to be loving ducks, loving camp. You can do it all. You can get out there and do it. And I just wanted to touch on that because I'm giddy. I'm so thankful that we all get to do this. And I hope that we get to do it more. And I do. I love it. And I think about it a lot. And it's cherished. It's a, That's why hunting is so important and so special. Because hunters really, truly cherish it, in my opinion. And when those camps are over, the sentimental value that we get out of them, it's on another level. And I don't know. I just got some random thoughts running through my mind about how unbelievable this past, let's say, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, and now end of April for turkey season. I mean, that's eight months. Duck season's not just a couple months long anymore. It's... You can start hunting geese in August, teal in September, Canada, September, October. Hopefully they'll let us back up there without the the vax. I'm not going until they do. Hopefully this is the year, 2022. But man, it's special and I do cherish it and I love everybody I meet out on the road. And I just think this last camp with the folks I was with and I could name them, but it doesn't matter. They know who they are. They'll be listening. It was just an amazing four days and i wish i had it back i'm i'm fired up my adrenaline is fired up for the next one but i would do anything to have those last four days back in tennessee special special times a lot of doors opening a lot of stories being told a lot of memories being made and we owe it to our partners our sponsors a lot of people say well you just get paid to hunt and in some cases that's true and i'm very honored to do it and going to stay humble no matter what some people might think or say we'll never ever let egos get out of check i've been around the richest people i've been around the most successful people i've been around the most talented people and i only hang with the ones that ego doesn't affect the situation the conversation the overall experience and i'm sure that if you get around the right people you're going to start living by that same exact analogy and approach but our partners like Benelli and Federal and Mojo and Realtree and Bandit and Avery and Kershaw and Mickey Thompson, Jargon and Gator Coolers, the provider, 
Um, we couldn't do it without them. Lear campers and bodyguard bumpers, rigid lights, Corning Ford and our Ford trucks. Can you imagine? Sig Sauer, Yukonuba dog food, Mossy Pond retrievers. Um, we really can't do it without them. And I'm proud of them. I'm proud to be with all of them and I could go on and on with who they are and we've worked with Anheuser-Busch and we'll continue to do so in Traeger grills, Vortex optics and decked drawers. Check out our drawer systems from Decked USA. There's going to be so many podcasts coming and TV shows that you'll see a lot of these partners and sponsors I'm mentioning. Featherlight of Reno, Dustin Shipman and Laura, thank you for the help with all of our trailers. Jack Daniels, Tennessee Sour Mash Whiskey, the title sponsor of our sister podcast. This life ain't for everybody. We just got done in Lynchburg a couple days ago before this turkey camp I'm referencing. Dickies Workwear. We're leaving in two days for Fort Worth, Texas to go hang with Dickies at the Legacy event. Meet your maker, made by me. These grinders, these dehydrators, these vacuum sealers. You've seen them on the show. You've heard them talked about here on the podcast, social media. They're an amazing amazing brand and their equipment is second to none they make me want to be a better connoisseur and provider and just a procurer of wild game and making sure that wild game tastes good or domestic beefs and porks and chickens and lambs um just an unbelievable brand to help you be creative and unorthodox napa valley olive oil the part of shelly family ray ray and stefano you guys know who you are, um, Jules and Dante and everybody in the Napa Valley of California. We've become such good friends and Tess and everybody at High Viz, Mr. Phil, Joey, the entire team. We've been with them for almost 15 years, High Viz Shooting Systems, Safari Club International, Laird and Ben and the entire crew will be in Washington, D.C. in a week and a half at the Congressional Sporting Clay Shoot, Resist All Hats in Texas. Dustin and Sadie and Mary Jane, you guys are unbelievable human beings. The entire brand and Hatco and, and Cactus Ropes and Helomatic. Man, we're getting Western with it. American Almond Beef, Thoroughgood Boots. Our boots are so important, whether they're work boots, scouting boots, everyday boots, slip-on boots, tie boots, short boots, long boots, over-the-calf boots, our mud boots, our neoprene boots, our rubber boots. They're unbelievable. We've been to their factory in Wisconsin, and I love the support and the relationship that we have. Dogtra Callers, Axel and Duff and Waylon and Slash and Izzy and every single one of our dogs are, are trained with Dogtra by you know Andrew at, at Wild Acre and Brad and Lee and Clark down at Mossy Pond in Georgia and Renee in Indiana. Um, just so much good coming out of this. I know Anna V uses the Dogtra brand. That's actually how we met Anna V. She's a badass. Mickey Thompson tires, like I said before, Greenhead Gear decoys, Gator Tail boats and motors, Louisiana. Are you kidding me? It just goes on and on. Avery Sporting Dog, Bad Boy Mowers out of the great state of Arkansas. Lenny Foray, you are an absolute genius. Your entire brand, Outlaw Snacks. Check out the new Salt Snacks, the new Outlaw Potato Chips available right now at Sam's Club. They're unbelievable, and they just got involved in the professional bull riders. The PBR, they own and operate the Kansas City Outlaws now. We're going to be a big supporter of the KC Outlaws. I love George Brett, Bo Jackson, the Kansas City Royals. I love what they're doing in that town. I love that part of the country in eastern kansas western missouri 
unbelievable Kansas City Outlaws, the entire Bad Boy Mowers team, Liberty Safe and Salt Lake City, Utah. Kyle Klaus, you the man. Thank you all for everything you do. Oakley, Eric, and Drew, and the entire team. I mean, we're a duck hunting company supported by the biggest, most iconic sunglasses brand in the history of the world, Oakley. Oakley Standard Issue. Thank you for what you do for us, for all athletes, sports, men, women, children law enforcement first responders our military everything you're doing across the line jack links jerky south dakota north dakota wisconsin minnesota troy you and your dad your family our trailblazers second to none in quality packaging the beef you're using the recipes the mixes we love having jack links as our official protein snack of the foul life and all of our brands here where they're in the blind with us all the time real tree you know what we think about you and the camo patterns. We got a big announcement coming up this year in 2022 going into the season. Can't wait for you all to hear it coming out of Arkansas in um, July, the end of July, beginning of August at the Delta Delta Waterfowl Convention. We'll be having a big announcement with Realtree. The timber pattern is unbelievable. I'm so fired up for it. But whether you're deer hunting, turkey hunting, predator hunting out west in the central part of the country, in the south, the southeast, the northeast, north, doesn't matter where you're at. Real tree, sticks and limbs, camel patterns, what Bill Jordan and his family have done since 1986. We love it. Deemer Box, Oregon-based company by Zach Brown Properties. We love music. We love protection. We love storage. Everything you need in a unit, USB, charge your cell phone, 50 hours on one battery life. Deemer Box is badass. Rob Roberts, my man in Arkansas, you know exactly who Rob is. He's been all over the TV show, the podcast, everything he builds in the Benelli Performance Shop and turkey guns, duck guns, goose guns, home defense guns. Rob, you are a true friend, and I'm proud to call you a, one of my best friends in the industry and mentors. Thank you to Rob Roberts, and last but not least, Mallard View Outdoors, the Tishner family in Kentucky, Josh, Melissa, keeping the honey hole open for over a decade with us here at the Foul Life and Banded. Um, we can't do it without companies like that. When it's cold and we can open up that hole or keep that hole open when we see the cold coming in the forecast, that's what these camps mean to me. Getting to utilize this product, showcase this product. Yeah, we get paid to hunt, but we work with the best because they believe in us. They believe in the culture of the American waterfowler, the goose hunter, the duck hunter, the duck caller, the goose caller, the turkey caller, turkey hunter, predator hunters, predator callers, deer hunters, big game hunters. I guess those are the same thing, but there's a white-tailed deer hunter, then there's a western big game hunter, and then there's a sheep hunter. There's hunting all over the world, and that's why we team up with Safari Club International, California Waterfowl Organization, Delta Waterfowl, Ducks Unlimited, you name it. We work with them. We try to do as much as we can to support those conservation agencies and organizations. Support your local game warden. Support your Department of Wildlife, your Department of Natural Resources, Get into California Waterfowl Association and check out the Klamath Basin Initiative. Rocky Merlo and Scott and John and everybody out there. Get involved at calwaterfowl.org. Become a life member. Become a yearly member. They need your help. What happens out west in California will spread eastward, but we need the water back in the Klamath Basin, the National Wildlife Refuge, the Thule Basin, Thule Lake. It's got to happen, and it's happening right now before our eyes. It's going to be a catastrophe if it gets any worse. But with all of this sweat equity and all of the financial means that we're uh, that duck and goose hunters and conservationists and believers all over the country are helping helping CWA with right now, we need it. Please keep it up. Continue it. Thank you, and just cherish these camps. Cherish these times. Don't take them for granted. We've seen just the other day Naomi Judd. Grandpa, tell me about the good old days. She's gone. 
she was literally going in, being inducted in the Country Music Hall of Fame the next day. Her and Winona were getting ready to start their stadium tour. The Judds, it could be gone in the blink of an eye. We're not guaranteed the next day. Cherish it. Tell everybody that you love, that you love them. Hug them. Don't be afraid to hug your brothers, your sisters, your mom, your dad, your aunts, your uncles, your nieces, your nephews, your friends, your best friends, your good friends. Make make men's. Build back a bridge that you may have burnt. That's what life's all about, and that's what these camps have taught me. Let the ego go at the door. If you got a little bit of one, check yourself at the door and go in and have a good time and cherish them. Take some pictures. It doesn't have to be a pile pick, and you don't have to get a 1,000 likes on it. I'm Chad Belding. This is the Foul Life Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for all the support. You guys are awesome to all of us, and uh, we, we couldn't do it without you. We owe all of our success of all of our brands. Check out our sister brands with the provider, brand-new cookbook and dry rubs, the 10-pack, the ultimate pack, available at theproviderlife.com, jargongamecalls.com. We got two brand-new short-read goose calls with the Wrecking Ball and the Crazy Train, a brand-new unbelievable duck call called the mega four we have new spec calls coming out we just introduced our brand new turkey call line the fan favorite series with three new diaphragm mouth calls two new pot calls uh, slate and glass and a brand new beautiful box call check them out at jargongamecalls.com our sister podcast this life ain't for everybody where the payment ends 40 years to freedom and anna v's american wing wing shooting podcast and we also have the breaking it down series and so many sub series at this life ain't for everybody we truly cherish everything that's going on and we can't wait to keep bringing it to you guys brand new episodes of benelli's the foul life are getting ready to start exclusively on the outdoor channel at the end of june beginning of july 2022 season 14 of the benelli's foul life we're going to have unbelievable locations hunts personalities country music military professional athletes fighter pilots everyday walks of life unbelievable duck hunts goose hunts dog work calling tips tactics Tactics, you name it, you're going to have it. Season 14, Benelli's The Foul Life, airing in late June, early July, exclusively on the Outdoor Channel. Thank you all so much for listening. We're going to leave you with this badass song right here, written by yours truly, 2AM Logic. Take it away. This song is called My Foul Life. Foul Life.